Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. We live in a multi-faith society, so now to one of the other great Australian religions, that of sport. Joining us is our resident sports guru, Olympian Jeremy Rolston. Rollo, welcome back to Open House. Thank you. It's been a while. It's great to be back. Great to see you, mate. As always, lots happening in the world of sport. Take us through some of the recent events. Yes, well, I mean, gee, there's always something that's happening in sport, I guess, since I was last here. I mean, we've had things like the Masters Golf at Augusta, which was sensationally won by Bubba Watson, someone that said he's never had a uh, golf lesson in his life, which I'm not sure if that (laughs) is encouraging or not for the rest of us. We've had the the Formula One Grand Prix in Melbourne, where everyone was uh, obviously hoping Australian Mark Webber uh, would win. Again. He finished fourth. Yes, again. Again, yes. Um, there'll be a lot more on the news as we come into less than 100 days to the London Olympics. Totally. We've obviously had a lot of publicity around that with the Olympic swimming trials and the comeback of Ian Thorpe and people like Jeff Hugel, Michael Klim, Libby Trickett, Liesl Jones. We've had the Super Bowl and then we're in the middle of uh, the winter codes with AFL, Rugby Union, Rugby League in full swing. So there's always something on the go. Get your scarves out. Um, We've also seen, Rollo, a major issue up before the High Court on how we actually watch sport and not at the game. It's it's central to sponsorship and television rights. It's such a big issue. Yeah, this look, this is it's very interesting and I thought it was worth mentioning this week because whilst it's not direct sport, it's so related because this week there was a landmark case between the NRL, the AFL and Telstra versus Optus mm. and it was around billions of dollars in sports TV rights because in February the AFL, NRL and Telstra lost a case in which they alleged that Optus had infringed their copyright in broadcasting. Yes. Um, and what it featured was it, it was centred around Optus's, Optus's TV Now service. And basically that's where um, an Optus customer could watch a game almost live. Within two minutes of the start of a TV broadcast, they could get it on an iPad or an iPhone as opposed to um, at the end of a game, um, that recorded program could now be broadcast. It was a good idea well, was for as gr- long as it lasted. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> if you're in Optus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so you would go in and click record on your device and then it would record the program for you and then you'd click play and you're getting within two minutes of that, you're getting um, the real um, what is being uh, to air two minutes earlier. The big problem for the... AFL, NRL, anybody, really. Well, as you can imagine, it was a very, very big issue because it centred around the billions of dollars around the TV rights. And so this week what happened was the full bench of the federal court overturned that February decision and ruled against Optus and said they were in copyright breach. And so that has two really important implications because if Optus had won... It meant that every negotiation around selling exclusivity around TV rights was up for grabs because Optus would have effectively paid nothing and their customers within two minutes of it going live to air are seeing exactly the same thing. And and do you remember earlier in the year, I talked about the AFL had just confirmed a $1.25 billion TV rights deal and the uh, NRL is hoping to get over a billion dollars coming up in the next couple of months. So we're talking some big Huge dollars. Money, yes. And also, I guess, um, you know, watch this space because it has big implications for all TV streamlining of sport. And that is something that is big as we go and move into an increasingly digital age. And that's right. 
how we're going to catch up to technology or stay ahead of it. Good luck with that one. Exactly right. So just, I guess, just an interesting topic, albeit perhaps slightly different than what we normally speak about. Yeah, yeah. So also in technology, video referee technology is um, still generating lots of controversy and lots of attention. Yeah, I guess I don't think this will ever be solved. I think there'll always be two sides to the story, but I guess... Again, it just brings that issue to the fray. Um, uh, in this case, you had Richmond coach Damien Hardwick, who was just basically slamming the AFL's video referee uh, video review system after Collingwood's one-point win in, in uh, last Wednesday's Anzac Day clash with Essendon. And I guess there's two sides to the story. You know, he is of the view that the goal umpires and boundary umpires are there to make a decision. There's no need for the technology in the third umpire. No. And then you've got the vast majority of clubs and fans um, supported using, you know, video review. And it's just interesting because you've got the use of technology across so many sports. You know, we see it in photo finishes. We see it in eagle eye. We see it in tennis. We see it in video referees. And I guess my view is, uh, forgetting any personal opinion, I think there'll always be two sides to the story of the use of technology in sport. But where it's making results more exacting, you've got to welcome that and fair, I suppose. Again, again, that's just one side to the story. Yes. The other side of the story would say when there's human error using technology, that's hard to bear. But if you've just got a referee and he makes a mistake, players would understand that and that's just part of the game. Yeah. Can we finish on a personal note? Jeremy Ralston, as I said, is um, an Olympian uh, and has uh, competed at the ultimate level in uh, his Winter Olympic sport. You've been making a big decision over these last couple of months, haven't you? Yes, I guess I guess I have, and it's it's probably just not as public. Yeah, I did decide to retire. I've had a long career in my rugby and bobsleigh, and it's it's uh, it's been an absolute honour to represent Australia in those sports and at two Olympics. Um, and you you might remember we've spoken a couple of times on this program around uh, me explaining. Um, uh, Everything that's around an athlete's retirement, and it's very different to what a lot of people think. And it is very topical because we saw Ian Thorpe and all the hoopla around him and people not understanding why would a guy like that that's Australia's most successful Olympian even come back. So for me, uh, it's on to new and different things. I'm officially a has-been. Oh, I think that's sad. (laughs) Weight off your shoulders, though? Um. Not a weight off my shoulders. I love yeah. sport. I wouldn't know yes. what to do without it. I guess it's a case of to get to that level takes sacrifice. And at a certain point, you you might have the physical ability or you have the love for the sport, but you're not prepared to do what's necessary on the other side. How's your faith informed that decision as you've taken it? No, but I think, I think as a Christian athlete, um, that does feature throughout your whole career because it gives you that perspective on what, is sport and you love it and it's a massive part of you but is it your god and where's that fit in the big picture of life and i guess again uh, for me driving the in the car on the way here you know you think of of bigger topics like autism or death yes, or suffering and yes. puts it all into context yeah. i think when you put that in a christian context jeremy ralston i always love our chats thanks so much for coming in and joining you're us welcome on open house we hope you enjoy this open house podcast thanks to christian super and real world technology solutions to hear more from open house visit openhousecommunity.com.au